Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Mefford and I'm here with Brad Miller and today we're going to talk about another interesting topic. We're going to talk about walking into the unknown, walking into the unknown. And, uh, it's it's funny actually when it is, as Brad and I were talking about before we hit record, of course a song jumped into my head too, right? It's a Tom Petty song called "Into the Great Wide Open," and uh, it kind of goes along a little bit with the theme that we're going to talk about today. Um, and one of my one of my favorite lines, probably in all uh, of music, is in that song, and it says, um, "A rebel." without a clue. And so we're probably going to kind of tie that back into uh, what we're going to talk about today. But but Brad, walking into the unknown, right? Yeah. So why, why is this a topic that we would be discussing on a spiritual podcast? Everything is spiritual. I mean, that's, that's the, 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 all right, done podcast episode done. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that was easy. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but no, everything. I mean, everything is, is spiritual. Um, from washing your hands to you know going for a walk. Um, everything in life can. It, there's a spiritual aspect to it, and so, um, I mean, yeah, because which they're, means they're, we've got tons of topics we can talk about because everything is. Well, you we know. do, and and I think it's interesting, and we'll get into this in another episode. I know deeper, but you know what you said: everything is spiritual, mm-hmm. right? If you want it to be, right? If you want it to be, um, mm-hmm. because everything does have a spiritual side to it. If you have the intention, and you're looking, and you're thinking about it that way, right? Yep. If not, then you're just kind of going through your day. There's still spiritual things that are happening. You're just not aware of it. You're just not placing attention on it. You're just not getting the benefit from it. And a lot of times, you know, you're going down the rabbit hole of, of you know, deeper and deeper kind of negative emotions when we're not thinking about it and kind of setting setting our intention and setting our uh, perspective, right, in a, in a certain way. So... Yep. Okay. Okay. So I know there were there were a few different things that we kind of wanted to cover off um, on this of of kind of going into the unknown. And I know, you know, for people it's it's hard, right? Because we we want to kind of know the end before we even start, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, well, if I go through door number one, I want to know what's there. Right. But that's not how life works. It's just like the game show. I can't remember which of the game shows it was. You know, what's what's behind Let's make a deal. Number, yeah. number one? Is that make a deal? Okay. You know, and it's like, well, you have to pick which one without knowing for sure what the end is gonna look like. Right. And I think it's 
it's one of those, I was, I was taught this analogy, you know, early on, actually in my religious, when I was younger, but I think it holds true from a spiritual perspective too, is a lot of what we do is kind of based on, you know, religion uses the word faith, right. And, and of having blind faith and of just following and going with and having faith that things are going to work out. And, and it's kind of like, you know, you, you, you get put in this dark room, right? Earth, our body, this dark room, right? And you want to know which way to go. But imagine again, if it's a pitch black, dark room, you have no way of knowing where you're going, right? Especially if somebody spins you around a little bit, so you're disoriented. And so, you know, if we don't, if we don't see something physically, then we usually, you know, a lot of us will just end up standing there. But what if somebody, what if you had a little tiny candle in front of you and it didn't light the whole room, but it lit just a little bit to where you could take a few steps, right? And that that's kind of how life is. And what we're talking about here, you're walking into the unknown, you're walking into the dark. You've got a little bit of light to see a few steps ahead of you, but you can't see the end. And that's just how the game is played, right? I mean, that's just how the game is. You might want the game, you know, <laughs> you might do a toddler tantrum, right? But that's this is the way the game is played here, right? And so I've always found comfort in that of realizing that maybe I can only see one or two steps ahead, but when I take those one or two steps then I'll see another one or two steps ahead. Mm -hmm. Right. And we just have to be patient as we kind of go through it. Yeah. No, that's terribly difficult for lawyers because we want to know what's, what's going to happen. Like what's the result going to be. If we do X, we want to know that that's going to be Y, you know, I mm -hmm. mean, the whole legal system is kind of predicated on precedence and, you know, when you've done X before, Y has been the result. So we like to say, well, okay, great. So now we know every time we do X, why is going to happen? We can advise our clients that why is going to happen. Um, you know, we can we can we can predict that, and we like that. And anything that doesn't follow that, if sometimes X is Y, sometimes X is five, then like that just like oh my god, what do we do? And like you said, a lot of times you just kind of stand still, knowing what what's going on. Um, and and so it does take a lot of, I'll use your word faith, uh, to to be willing to say you know what. I don't know what X is going to lead to. It may be Y, it may be five, it might be South Dakota. Don't know. But <laughs> we're just going to take that step and the light's going to show up a little bit further ahead of us. And then we'll see maybe another step or two ahead and we'll, you know, we'll just kind of go um go from there. And I love that analogy that you that you use about the dark room and the candle, because that's I think that's spot on what what we're dealing with in life. Like we don't yeah. get the whole lit up room, like you know. You know, I can see everything in my office here and you and yours or whatever because the lights are on. But most of the time in life, we've just got this very small little um, little picture. It's kind of like I know a lot, back uh, in the day, I used to play a lot of video games and a lot of kind of these ideas where you're going off to, to battle or you're building things or exploring. And you kind of have, you know, every, the whole screen is black and dark except for just where you are. And every time you take a step, it opens up a little bit more of the map. And then you go another direction, it opens up a little bit more of the map. I mean, and that's really that's really what life is, is just taking one more step, opening up a little bit more of the map, taking up another step, um, you know, and, and it's 
I know it's hard again for lawyers, for professionals, yeah. um, accountants, I'm sure you know, to be able to do that. But like you said, that's the game we've got. Um, the play well, like you said, even though, even though you and I are in our lit offices right now and we can see everything here, right? My blinds are closed, right? So that I have better lighting for the recording. So I can't see what's going on outside. I can't see through the wall that's next to me into, into the other room, right? And so even though it's lit up right here where I am, there's stuff right around me that, that I can't see, right? But I can do some things, right? Like I could get quiet. I could get really quiet. I could go up to the to the to the wall and kind of listen. And I'd probably hear some things that would give me an idea of what's going on in the other room. Right. Or I can sit here and and again, the blinds are closed, but you can see, you know how when blinds are closed, you can see like a little bit of shadows or things going by. And so I can, I can see, and it's out on my, my, my front lawn, which is not a lawn in Arizona, but my front front dirt, dirt, my front dirt, right. And my trees, I can see if somebody's walking across right now, I don't know exactly what it is, but I can get a glimpse, right. If I'm paying attention that something is going on out there and then I can get up, I can open the blinds. You know, that happened, that happened the other day, actually. You know, it's like uh, the house across the street from me is is an Airbnb. And so whoever was there, there were a couple of dogs. And one guy, he just walked into our yard. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? You know, it's <laughs> like he had this little tiny rat dog, too. It wasn't even like a big dog. Right. And so I'm sitting in my office with my friend and, and all of a sudden we, we, we do, we kind of see like this shadow thing. Right. And so open up the blinds and, and there's this dude walking on my property. Right. And so it's like, uh, uh-uh, right. And so get up and go out the front door. And he's like, literally, you know, on my front sidewalk by my front door. And it's like, uh, hello, <laughs> we have a dog and, you know, they wouldn't appreciate you coming over here and, you know, being on my yard. Right. But, but again, if I hadn't been paying attention or at least kind of seen out of the corner of my eye, I would have, that would have happened and I never would have known. Right. And, and I think that happens to us so much of the time, if we're not paying attention, if we're not getting quiet, if we're not listening, a lot of those things that are going on in the dark, you know, we can get clues even before we get there, but we don't know for sure. And we can't control it for mm, sure. Yeah. Right. Which I know kind of the control and the attachment to control is one of the things we wanted to talk a little bit about. And so, yep. you know, if we take like your, your lawyer example, let's say again, it's, it's a trial, uh, you know, the case is going to trial. Now, again, you know, you would have worked out depending on which side you're on, you know, you'd have your, your facts in place, you'd know what the law is, but there's some, some uh, unknowns in that too, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. what judge did you get? Is it a judge decision or is it a jury decision? Right. And so again, all of a sudden you've got, you know, a judge to consider, you've got people of the jury to consider as well. And again, you're going to do your best at kind of understanding, hey, judge XYZ is this type of a person, he or she, 
you know, really gets off on this or that or the other. And so you're going to kind of make your case that way. But at the end of the day, the judge and the jury are going to decide what they are going to decide, right? Regardless of what's presented. Again, we 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 want to we <laughs> we want to believe, right? But if you have two compelling lawyers, uh, you know, one on either side, they're both going to put forth a good case, and a lot of times it ends up coming down to sometimes emotion and judgment of the judge or the people on the jury. So. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and with that control, I think it's 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 interesting because like the example of the dark room, that there's a lot of people who, if they get in that situation, they're like, I ain't moving a step. I'm not going anywhere because I can't see anything. And I want to control everything. And so I'm just gonna stand here and I'm not gonna move. Right? Mm -hmm. Because they want to be able to control everything. They want to be able to see everything and, and in their mind kind of scenario plan everything out and think that it's going to work out the way that it does, but it doesn't always work out that way. Does it Brad? Most of the time it doesn't. I mean, most like this, it's the idea that the best laid plans often go astray. Yep. Yeah. You know? So no matter how great you plan something, I mean, if, if, if the military realizes it, that, you know, you have the best plan in the world, but as soon as something happens, then it all just goes to hell. And so yep. plans are great, but it's how you you deal with it after that. Um, and I think that's that's you know relevant here because you don't get so attached to what you expect or what you think's happening or um because you know that it's not it doesn't matter. Like well, and I think it's funny, you know, a lot of people in kind of the new agey and spiritual space talk a lot about manifestation and money and manifesting money. And, you know, that's, that's not what we're about, but I'm going to use that as an example too, is that, you know, I think sometimes we try to control things like from a business perspective, we might say, man, you know, I really need, I don't know, $10,000 next month. I, I need this new client or whatever it is. Right. And so, so we focus on and try to do things to get, and again, I'm just making this up. We'll say $10,000, right? And so we get so fixed on, you know, hey, I want this $10,000 and I want it to come from this particular client, right? And that's mm -hmm. that's like manifestation mistake number 101, right? It's it's like, you no, know, right? It doesn't have to come from that, from that client. It doesn't have to be $10,000. In fact, trying to get it from that client, you're probably going into some coercion and manipulation and other things, lower vibration things where you don't want to be anyway. And what if instead, right, you don't get the $10,000 and it doesn't come from that client. And at the end of the day, you're like, motherfucker, right? Why, what, what happened, right? And, and most of the time we always see the, the downside of it, right? Like what if it doesn't happen? What if it's zero? What if it's only a thousand? What if I can't pay my, my mortgage next month, right? And we go into all these negative emotions, but what if instead what if it could be better than you even expected, right? Trying to control to where it's that client is going to pay me $10,000 is really limiting, right? Because then you're telling the universe, hey, I want this, but I only want it this way. Well, what if on the other side, the universe is sitting there thinking, well, Brad, 
there's this other person over here who's going to who's going to love working with you and they want to pay you $50,000. Are you sure you don't want them? <laughs> right? But we're so busy like la 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 la. No, it has to be that client. It has to be $10,000, right? And yep. and often, you know, so we're limiting ourselves in our possibilities as well. And it's not just money, money related, right? I mean, this can this can be you know, any different thing. And I know in my life, I've seen this so often where I've thought something was going to happen a certain way and it doesn't. And at first I'm, I'm probably a little disappointed, right? I'm getting better as I'm, as I'm evolving, but, but sometimes I might find myself kind of disappointed, like, well, it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I look at it differently and I'm like, whoa, it happened way better than I even could have expected it happening, right? But because it wasn't the way I thought I wanted it to be, you know, because I was trying to control it, sometimes that kind of comes into play. Yeah. No, I mean, we live in a universe of unlimited possibility. Like anything can happen. And like you said, I think sometimes we get so fixated on a certain way that we want something to, to occur. Like you said, it's got to be this way from this person and this method. And, you know, it's got to be red and, you know, all these other things. And we really limit down what, what options are out there. And like you said, oftentimes there are better things out there for us. We don't realize what out there that may be better. You know, we think that, yes, I want it in this way. I want it to be red and I want it to be, you know, just like this, but, but what if, it can be twice as good. Like you like your money example, you know, $50,000 from a different client versus 10, um, you know, because, you know, for, for whatever reasons. And when we start to focus so much on that one, we kind of preclude other things from happening. Um, and so, I mean, like you said, we're telling the universe, Hey, you know what? I know. Yeah. I don't care what you're going to do that 50 grand. Eh, I only want it this way. Yeah. Like, and so you're kind of, you know, flipping the universe off and saying, screw you. I want it my way. And like, that's <laughs> the, probably the, to the, the toddler tantrum again, right? Right. With the, the universe. And that's probably not the response you want to have <laughs> to the universe, you know, who can basically give you anything and everything, but yet yeah. you're saying, well, screw you. I want it. My, I've got to have it my way, you know? Um, well, and this and, is and one I, too. This is, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, as I, as I see that, I, a lot of people, I think, narrow down what they can actually get yeah. because of that. Yeah. Well, and I was just thinking, you know, some people listening might be thinking, okay, that sounds great, but what, you know, that's what I'm used to doing. That's kind of the model that I have. You know, how do I do it different? How do I think of it differently? Right. And again, I mean, part of this, and again, it's about releasing and surrendering because that is part of the spiritual process, right? As long as you continue to try to control, manipulate, make things kind of fit in the way that you want them to happen, you're limiting your possibilities. But you're not all you're not also open to hearing or seeing things in a different way, right? Which again, that's part mm -hmm. of spiritual evolution. And so let's just take that example, right? I mean, most of us would sit there and say, Oh man, I really need ten thousand dollars this next month, <laughs> right? Need. $10,000 next month, right? Needing means you don't have it. I don't have it. Yep. I don't have it, right? And so you're already putting, 
you're casting black magic spells on yourself by saying the word need, right? So we want to get rid of the word need is one thing that you want to get rid of. Why does it have to be $10,000, right? Why do you have to limit it? Why does it have to be that client, right? Mm -hmm. And so instead, you can say some more general things. Um, and even from a manifestation, you know, perspective, you know, a lot of time people will say something like, you know, I'm grateful that I have 10,000 or more every month in revenue. Again, just making up numbers, right? And making it up. But you can see a difference in the energy of, I am so grateful that every month I generate at least $10,000 in revenue. Mm -hmm. Right. That has a totally different energy to it than I need $10,000 this next month. Right. Mm -hmm. So that already taking the word need out, changing it a little bit uh, of, of being coming from a place of gratitude as opposed to a place of want and need. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, please. Oh, please. Universe. Yeah. Oh, please. Universe. Give it to me as opposed to I'm grateful that I have it. Right. Yep. Makes makes a difference. But it can even be, you know, and, and some of the things that I kind of say to myself, too, is it's like, you know, obviously, you know, running a business, I'm reaching out to certain people. I'm doing advert ad ad campaigns. I'm. I'm having, you know, prospective client calls. And of course, there's a part of me that's like, hey, if Brad and I are talking, oh, yeah, Brad, I would love you to be in my coaching, you know, executive program, right? And, and the fact that I'm with him talking to him, right? There's a part of me that's like, well, I'm talking to you because, you know, I think it would benefit you. But in, in, then what's the energy that I'm putting out there too? Like, oh my gosh, if Brad doesn't do this, you know, everything's going to go sideways and oh, Brad, you really have to do this yeah, and no, Brad, 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 right. And so then I'm going to start trying to use manipulative uh, tactics. And again, these are ones that you're taught all the time, right? I'm supposed to put Brad in fear and make him realize that if he doesn't buy my whatever it is, that his life is going to go to shit, right? Because that's how we're taught to sell things. But is that a very good way to sell it from a higher vibration and a spiritual standpoint? Probably not, right? More instead of, hey, Brad, here's what I have to offer. Would you like it or not? It's up to you, right? I think it would be good for you but you have to make the decision. I'm not going to twist your arm. Um, so what's it going to be? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and that's, and that again, has it. Yeah. yeah. It, it has a totally different energy to it than, than mm -hmm. desperation of me trying to convince Brad. Now, am I going to sell as much? Maybe not. Right. Because if I use the tactics that people teach, right, they're taught for a reason because it generates revenue, but they work. I don't, I don't want blood revenue. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm using that term, you know, you probably know about blood diamonds, blood diamonds and other things yeah. like that, right. Where, where people are profiting off of slavery, off of mistreatment of other people, and they're making a lot of money off of it. I don't want my revenue to come that way. Right. So I don't want to manipulate or coerce somebody and make them feel bad to give me money. That's not good karma for me. Right. So I would rather 
have fewer sales or have money come in other ways, right? That the universe is still taking care of me. And so one of the things that I say, um, you know, some variations of this is something like, you know, bring those people who I need to help or who need my help, right? Allow all those people who need my help to find me, right? And again, that's different because it's, I'm not worried necessarily about you know, where, where it's coming from. And it's, I mean, it it comes in the weirdest forms, right? Like, like even the, even this week, right? I mean, I, I had, uh, what was interesting is, you know, I went and I gave like a free speech to a local government group down in, in Phoenix. Okay. Normally I don't do that. I normally don't give free speeches anymore. But it was a topic that I was passionate about. I wanted them to hear it. So I took the day and I drove down there and, and gave them the, the speech for free, right? They didn't reimburse me for anything. They didn't pay me for my time. They didn't do anything. I went down there. I I did my best at bringing you know, the energy that needed to be there. So people got the message. They felt better uh, le- leaving than they did when they were first there. Great. Mm-hmm come back home, right? Again, no expectation. I'm not, I'm doing that just purely for the benefit of those people, because I know that their life will be better. And literally the topic I was sharing on, it's going to save some people's lives because it was around stress management and some different things like that. Okay. Well, then I get contacted, you know, last week by a company that says, Hey, we, we needed an hour session. And we need it done on this day. And so guess what? Next week, I'm presenting the same exact speech, only I'm getting paid for it now. I didn't go out. I didn't beg you know, them, but they found me. And I was somebody who could help them. And the universe brought them to me, right? In a way that, again, I normally don't do some of this team training like that much anymore. I haven't really marketed for it. But here it was, the universe sending someone to me because I had been saying, you know, allow those who need my help to find me, right? Mm-hmm. Allow those who need my help to find me. And then I don't have to worry about it. I just stick to my plan, right? I, I have to do my work. I have to do my social media posts. I have to send my emails, but I'm not concerned that you know, money necessarily is going to come from a specific email or post or anything like that. But I'm just, I'm putting information out there. So those who need my help can come. And it's not just in a business sense either, right? Because as I've said that too, I've had, you know, certain people in my life who have reached out to me, right? Like one of my siblings, something was going on and the first thought in her mind was, I needed to talk to Jason about this. All right. I'm not getting paid for it. It's not, but it was, it was something where I could help. Right. And as I help, whether I get paid for it or not, somehow the compensation, somehow the, the, the spiritual evolvement comes right. Without me having to be concerned about how and when it's actually going to yeah, and that's a good point that sometimes what we get is not 
tangible. It's not visual. It's not something that we can see. We don't realize it maybe, but it could be karmic. It could be something that, that that's a karmic thing for you. Uh, it could be just the fact that your energy has changed and it's more positive now. Um, you know, the, the good feeling inside or, I mean, it doesn't have well, to be the relationship that was a little bit rocky. Now, all of a sudden yeah. is not because there of the go. changes in you. Right. And it's like, but we don't even stop mm -hmm. and realize, whoa. Right. But there, there is, like you said, there's a lot of intangible benefits too. We always tend to want to think of it in, in money terms because we're mm -hmm. mainly in business. ROI and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it doesn't always come that way. Yeah. Yeah. By, uh, uh, somebody on LinkedIn was talking about the idea of um, dark social and the idea that there's a lot of um, things that you can't really put an ROI on when it comes to things you put out there. You know, the good, the good feelings you put out, um, you know, the people may, it may change their lives. And you never realize it. You know, there could be a lot of impact that you have. This doesn't correspond necessarily to a line on the budget or on your, you know, financial sheet. Um, but it's still something that's going out there. Um, it's just something you can't really track. Um, and so people are kind of realizing that, you know what, there's something out there. It's kind of like, if you want to get into kind of some physics and stuff like that, the idea of dark matter, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's out there. We can't see it, but we, you know, we just know that something has to be there to account for discrepancies in mass of the universe or different things like that. Um, and this is, I think something similar is that we, we can't necessarily define what this is maybe, or find a monetary value. Like you said, that's what we like to do as business people for, for what we're doing, but there's still impact. It's still having value there. Um, and that's something we just kind of have to trust th mm -hmm. that's out there and, um, mm -hmm. you know, have faith that it's, that's happening. Well, and I think, cause this is an interesting point too, maybe to kind of highlight the difference of you know, for people that are listening, it's like, well, where, where am I on, on the path? How am I doing? Right. Yeah, well, we talked if you're, about that an episode or so ago, but yeah. Yeah. You know, and if it's so, so like in this instance, if you're, if you're being nice to somebody, cause you're like, oh, I, 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 I want to get paid back somehow because of this, I'm going to be nice to this person and I'm going to expect either the person to be nice to me or something else to come because I'm, I'm doing it out of some expectation that something is mm -hmm. going to come back to me. And it's normal. It's normal. We all tend to do that at different points in time, but is, is that your intention or is your intention? I'm going to smile and talk to the cashier because it's the right thing to do. And I want to do it. Right. And, and we don't have to keep track we don't have to keep track. The universe is keeping track. The universe will balance everything back out, right? Just do things with the right intention. And karmically, you will you will get your reward, right? And it's, it's you know, I've seen this even again in business where somebody has screwed me over, right? And it's like, but somehow... The universe makes up for it. It wasn't my fault. The other person screwed me. They have their karmic thing to deal with. Mm -hmm. But somehow the universe comes and makes it whole. Right. And and sometimes it is. It's it's like that where somebody screwed me out of 10 grand, let's say, right? And and all of a sudden, you know, some 50 grand drops in. And it's like, okay, Jason, we know this person screwed you. We're taking care of them. Don't worry. They've got their karmic path to deal with. 
you did what you needed to do. So here you go, right? You're 50 grand, yeah. Yeah, 50 grand, right? And and again, it's not always that way. It's not always instantaneous, but you know, that's one of the universal cosmic laws is there is balance. There is balance and in the universe mm-hmm. and it will everything will balance itself out. Um and so, you know, again, it's like walking into the unknown. You know, we talked about a lot of different things here, right? But even even that of, you know, not not controlling, not having expectations, but just doing and just taking one step at a time, you know, realizing that if you just keep doing that, that eventually you're going to get to somewhere. It's probably different than where you thought you were going to be, but hey, it's probably going to be better than you could have even dreamed, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, so maybe to kind of close this whole idea of unlimited possibilities. I mean, how do you how do you kind of see that, Brad? Because I think that's one thing that if people aren't willing to walk into the unknown, if they aren't willing to give up the control, they never have an opportunity to see unlimited possibilities. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I mean, by definition, pretty much we are limited in what we can imagine. You know, like you may say, you know, <clears throat> picture all the ways that you can make 10 grand. Then you could, you know, start making a list of, well, I could, you know, I could sell the service. I could donate a kidney. I could, <laughs> you know, find it in the back, you know, a hole in the backyard. Like you go through a list and you could come up with a list of, ways that you could come up with 10 grand, right? But there are many, many ways that you could come up 10 grand that aren't on that list. Mm-hmm. Things that never came to you based based on your um your background, your history, your perceptions, um, you know, your life experience up to this point. Um, you know, and when you are thinking about how you want something to happen, you're just l- narrowing things down to that which you know or that which you can put on a list. But there's so many things beyond just that list that could be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a mermaid could walk up to my door and hand me 10 grand. Not something that I would ever think about. I'd put in a <laughs> list. But am I going to say, I'm sorry, mermaid, you weren't on my list. No, I'm not going to accept your 10 grand. Right. Right. Or maybe she gives me 20 grand, like it's even a better deal. Like, but we, you know, focus on these things, but there's just so much more out there. Um, And one of the beautiful things is that while there's still this idea of the unknown of us not knowing what's going to happen, the possibilities are endless. You know, we don't know where we're going to head. So that means we could go anywhere, Mm -hmm. you know, but once we start saying, well, I'm going to go to Tacoma, let's say, then I know that, you know, that's, that's kind of limiting down where I'm at and where I'm going. I'm not going to find myself in Brazil or in, you know, wherever it's going to be going towards Tacoma. And so by just by definition, the fact that we're narrowing down what we're wanting starts precluding other things out there, you know, that may be better for us, um, you know, that may be better, more in our, in our best interests, but we don't know that. Because we don't have the the awareness, the knowledge of the universe does. Well, and it, it makes me think too of the word miracles, right? Because again, when we use the word miracles, it's something that we just never, never imagined could be a possibility, right? And so to me, a lot of times unlimited possibility is is some of these miracles, right? 
And, and one of my friends, you know, regularly kind of the way, the way she prays, if you will, is something to the effect of, you know, I'm grateful for or show me miracles every day. And I think, I think that's actually kind of a, a very interesting tie-in to kind of what we're talking about today too, is, you know, Hey universe, I'm going to surrender, right? Obviously there's some things that I'm working on that I, that I need to do and I'm trying to do my best over here. Right. But show me miracles every day. Show me the magic every day. Surprise me with some of these good things because I'm willing to accept them, right? I want miracles. I want magic in my life. And, and as you start to, to say that or do that, these things will start to show up, right? Because I've seen it in friends of mine who kind of say that these sorts of things, I've seen it in my own life too, right? It's like, just like yesterday, I mean, I, one of the people that I, that I do some favors for that I help out, right? I was, I was talking to them yesterday because they had a question about something. And so I was just answering it as a friend. And at the end of the call, they said, you know, I, I, I want to send you a little bit of money. I'm like, okay. I wasn't expecting it. It was a miracle out of the way. I mean, it was, you know, again, nothing that I had anticipated. I was just showing up to help somebody that I know and, and answering, you know, on a 10 minute call. Um, but this person was grateful and said, I know you've done a lot to help me the last little while. I'd like to give you a little bit of money. So, you know, great from their standpoint, great from my standpoint, I never saw it coming. I never would have thought about it. I'd chalk it up to being one of those miracles, you know, and it's like, again, it's not like I needed the money, but I'm grateful for it too. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that a lot of times things come in that way. I mean, I, had an email yesterday that a deposit is on my way to a, to my account, and it was money that I wasn't anticipating either. Right? I mean, so mm -hmm. these little miracles can happen if we don't try to control everything. If we're willing to walk into the unknown, right? Because, and I know sometimes it can be a little scary. Like, yeah, show me a miracle, but but it better be the miracle I want. Right. <laughs> that's, that's not what we're talking about. Right. It's like, no, show me the miracle. And I'm open and willing to receive mm -hmm. whatever you're going to send, because I know whatever you're going to send is in my highest and best use. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I got. And with that, Brad is speechless, which means everyone listening, we must be at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody, so, uh, you know, just have a little faith, you know, and again, we're talking about this because this is everything is spiritual and having a little bit of faith, walking into the unknown, letting go of some of that control and surrendering, um, you know, being open to unlimited possibilities and seeing miracles and magic happen in your life. Um, and then just start trusting yourself. Right. Because again, it's, it's, I think a lot of times we, we don't want to move in the dark room because we don't trust ourselves. Right. Or I'm hearing a little something, but I can't quite figure out what it is, you know, in the other room. And so we choose not to trust ourselves, like, no, until I can see it and with my 3D eyes, I'm not going to go there. Right. 
But what if you started trusting yourself a little bit more, right? What if when these little things came along, you know, you said some of these mantras, you, you did some of these things, you, you know, were asking for miracles. And then when you feel those little nudges coming along, even when they don't make sense, you just do them anyway. And you just trust yourself, you know, see what kind of miracles and unlimited possibilities can come in your life. And the only way that you kind of get through that is to practice a little bit, to try it a little bit and see what happens. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I know when I've trusted myself, when I've walked into the unknown, into the dark, when I've surrendered, great things have happened in my life and continue to the, you know, now it's just up to me to continue doing it every day. And again, some days I do better than others, but my intention is to do my best every day. And when I do my best every day and I take that one or two steps, more is opened up to me at that point. Yep. Well said. So hopefully everybody that kind of strikes you a bit. Again, there's a lot in there, I think, because um, it is tough to, I mean, and this goes towards letting go get rid of attachments to try to give up control of things. Um, the, the feel the feeling, the need to, to know what's going to happen every step along the way. And I know it's tough, especially for us analytical thinkers who like to plan things out and like to know that we're going to go to one, two to three to four. Um, and sometimes the best thing is just to, let's say I'm going to go one to two and see where, where it takes me. Um, and just kind of have a little bit of faith in it. And, um, See, let let the universe decide what's in my best interest, uh, because it, in its infinite knowledge and wisdom, knows better than I do what's what's going to be best for me. So, yep. So embrace the unknown. Go out there, try a few of these things this week, and um, we'll see you on the next episode. Have a great see rest. See you of guys your- then.